The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of This Might Not Go Well with your boy, B. Breeze, a.k.a. Poppy Sauce Zone. What's good, Josh? Your boy, Slick. I'm not quite drunk, but I'm getting there. Happy holidays, everyone. You know, this past week was Thanksgiving, and me and Slick is a little bit still full, right, brother? Uh, Yeah, we kind of just had a nice little, I guess... After dinner, dinner type mix up with a little bit dessert on the side, a little peach cobbler, you know, little. What's hitting? Yeah, the, what you call it? The Dijun Jun. I don't know. How, how you say it? Dijun Jun. Yeah, whatever he said, we had some of that. We had some pepper shrimp. We had some wings. So I got a little bit of the itis. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, so we we going to get the episode out for y'all still. But, you know, if, it, if, if, if we do a little light episode today, please don't hold us. Next week, we'll be back on regular schedule. Yeah, don't hold. I'm not going to lie, y'all. I definitely told B to get here early so we could do this don't, the right way and get an hour and 45, two hours right in. I'm selling, selling out. I'm selling, He's selling out. selling me right now. Because I definitely tried to get you here early so we could do this the right way. Wow. But she was like, oh, I'm going to So everybody can know that. Yeah, I was, was my I fault. I supposed to know it's not my fault. I was ready. This is crazy. Like this, this, this how this you know this how your people treat you out here. But anywho, though, how you feeling, my brother? Uh, I'm cool. I'm cool, man. I mean, the holidays, you know, got to see a little bit of fam. Of course, it wasn't Mr. Cuomo. I promise you, it was only five of us in the spot. It was two people in one room. Another. I promise you, I got stop pictures. the cat. Where to stop the cat button? At? Stop the cat. Hold <laughs> on, man. See you over here. Got me pressing buttons and such. Give me one second. Stop the cap. Come on now. Stop the cap over I here. I promise, but almost <laughs> send the feds to the crib. Nah, <laughs> he, nah, he had a nah. whole function. Nah, please don't do that. <laughs> I don't like police like that. But um nah, uh, it was good. Got to see some fam. Got to, you know, I, I think this like the, this Thanksgiving felt weird. I like oh yeah. I felt like I didn't even reach out to that many people. Like if I if, if it's love, if you know I got love for you, you know I got love for you. Like I felt like if, if you ain't feel like I I me not hitting you makes you love me less and I'm sorry. Oh, that's a big fact. Like I'm not sending you a whole bunch of people. Happy Thanksgiving Like If I can't send it In the group chat Or put it on social media For you guys to see Then I ain't sending Individual shit like that Come on now I personally don't care That much about Thanksgiving Maybe cause like We're on the verge Of the world Shutting down again I kinda was like I'm glad I didn't have To log in to work But At the same point I was just like Yo It's another day I'm gonna eat You know I can see My loved ones That's cool But Again It felt like another day Black yeah. Friday was low, low, and couldn't get my PS5 because you know, you botters. The game is messed up. We're gonna talk about that in the future episode. We're gonna really get into the whole bot culture, but you know, yeah. happy we here. We about to you know do a little pop for y'all. Let me be. I'm not going front. We about to go watch the Soul Train Awards because you know black people was up in arms about the Grammys this week, bro. Oh, facts, and you know just to talk back up a little bit about Thanksgiving. Um, 
you know, still thankful, grateful that, you know, you know, we still here because this year has been a, a crazy one just filled with trials and tribulations. So definitely. And I, I definitely agree with you how you felt like Thanksgiving was weird. Like it didn't have that allure like it did like the last couple of years, even though. And I was I always want to talk about this, but like we never celebrate Thanksgiving for the actual reason. So I fuck fuck. Um, Christopher Columbus And fuck all them niggas That came in With all the diseases And shit We're not jacking y'all Yo, big, fact, big facts And all the historians That really like Back that bullshit That had me making Christopher Columbus cars When I was a kid in school Fuck mm-hmm. y'all too Fuck the system Facts With the, with the Remember and the, you had to do The five finger turkey The, five, the hand turkey <laughs> Yeah Dude, That's some bullshit man But yeah Back to what you were saying About the Grammys Whoosh so recently the nominations came out for the Grammys and let's you know not really much to surprise to people but they got it wrong once again oh my god how shocking can like, we even say they got it wrong though i feel like the grammys have always been a reflective of the the disconnect between popular music and mainstream music if we're being honest yeah like, I mean, we talking about this in pre, like, I remember I've been watching the Grammy since, like, Confessions came out. And they was like, oh, if Usher wins so-and-so award, he'll be the first artist ever to do it. And Confessions was the biggest album of the year, probably in years at that time. And he only won the R&B categories. He won no pop, He won no major categories, like album of the year, song of the year, nothing. And that's probably one of, that's probably top 10 album ever, to be honest but, with you. But, bro, it's like, you, you kind of see it, like. I think I'm not no front people are gonna get people get mad at me because I say I don't like Eminem, but there's a reason. Like I'm not saying he's not a talented artist, but he's won the rap Grammy over albums that I personally feel were better and more reflective of hip hop in general. I feel I always felt like they were like I a, I totally agree with you, but he's nice. Don't get me wrong, he's yeah, nice. No, no, I hundred percent. But I I would say what the Eminem part is. He had the statistics always to back it up. So even if you don't feel like his album wasn't that fire compared to a lot of person, statistically, yeah, the best it, album. Yeah, he, he he it backs it up. So I'm not too upset about that. Is but it's like when they do the Macklemore over Kendrick Lamar, and you know last week, last couple of weeks I've been saying Kendrick Lamar is overrated. But when you do that, it was or, also over nothing was the same. Over nothing was the same, and also with. This year, no female artist besides Janae was nominated. That's crazy. And, you know, just to go on a little rant, I'm starting to think this is a whole marketing tool that they do. Because there's no way since social media has become popping like it, like it does now that they keep getting it wrong now. They're doing this on purpose. I read somewhere because I think I want to pull up the nominations, but I know that there is like the Grammys have like this black music collective. It's like John Legend and a couple like four or five other guys who are they should be a little bit more into what's coming out. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, this is the most diverse year for black music. We had like over 20 different nominees or some number like that. But when you reflect on the music that was impactful, the music that was popular, the music that was actually listened to. It's kind of like the people that are tastemakers for the Grammys are not the people that are tastemakers for the mainstream, like I was saying. Like, Pop Smoke. I didn't listen to really like Uzi's Vert album when I played some of it, but that was a big album for a lot of people. Um, who else had made, Lil Baby? Lil Baby keeps getting slept on by these awards. Even the BT Pop Awards did him a little dirty, but still to be nominated, the Baby, like, there are people who 
I don't think they might have had the best projects, but they were the most impactful for the culture. But they weren't even shout with nominations. I think Pop only got like best rap performance for Dior. Yeah. Do you want to go down the list? Because. Yeah, give me a second. I'm about to pull up these Grammy nominations. First of all, I still don't understand what the best rap performance is. I think it's how they perform the record, I believe it is. It, it's it's weird because the way that they word the awards, it's like you can never really put it into one box. Like even I think they got like something like the phone. I have the awards right here. So I'm going to go start with, let's start with um rap, right? So the rap awards, best rap performance, Big Sean featuring Nipsey Hussle, Deep Reverence. Cool record, but I don't know necessarily. Uh, yeah. I think that's more of a legacy record for Nip. Just and, sh- and also, when when did the Big Sean ever perform that record? It was the first single from the album, though. It was the first song he dropped in the lead up to Detroit, too. But Detroit just came out literally a couple months but ago. But the thing with the Grammys it? is that it's like from, I want to say like October 1st to October 1st. Those are typically the years where... They, they, I mean, the months where they count it. So you have that calendar. As long as it drops in that calendar year, even if your single comes out like September 30th, it can still count. Now, there are certain songs like Cardi B and Megan had WAP, which was probably the biggest song from the of the last, one of the biggest songs of the last year. But she said that she, she didn't, didn't submit, submit it. it. Yeah. So there are instances, like I remember one time Drake was protesting the Grammys and he didn't submit an album or because he's just like, yo, it doesn't mean anything. But my thing is, what is best rap performance though? Because I don't really see Big Sean performing this record the way it has for it to be nominated, and and don't, I'm not saying the song is because uh, you know I, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Big Sean. He's in my top Perf- four. Performance is basically like the song, just when you play it, like it's like this is like the most likable rap song. But that that would be best rap best rap song is about the songwriter, so who wrote the record. So it's like you acknowledge it's, it's weird because I remember there was a time even like four or five years ago where the Grammys cut they cut back on like ten different black cat like it used to be like best male rap performance best female rap performance best contemporary R and B best classic R and B so they cut back on categories I think combined there are probably like eight Grammy awards for black people which they never show on TV by the way yeah unless it's like Kendrick winning or just like some major artist winning so but even with that with even with that I don't. I love you, Big Sean, but that uh, that song, mm-mm. deep reverence. No, I I can't I can't jack that too much. You feel me? Like, but we could go down. So you have the Big Sean deep reverence. Then you have Bop Bop the Baby. Big record. Yep. Yeah. No. Definitely, they got it right for that one. Because if you're talking about performance wise, because they had everybody doing the dance and everything, and then you had the Jack Harlow, what's popping? Uh. Love big. Uh, big record, big white. record. Big. I'm a big Jack Harlow fan. I could have I found at least four or five other rap records from. But that was a big record, though. It was, and the, and the was, remix was popping too. But I would nominate the remix over the original. Okay, I mean, I, that, I, I, the, I'm on debate. But the, that's the logistics of it. You can't tell me that there were more impactful rap records than rap, rap, rap records than what's popping in the last and, year. And then Little Baby got the bigger picture, which is a good record too. A great record, I think. If I had to, oh, and last Savage Megan Thee Stallion piece and then, Beyonce and then Dior Bop Pop Smoke. You feel me? So Shout out to the flaws. I think that honestly, if I had to guess who's gonna win it, mm, I'm probably gonna go with Meg just because she's a Grammy darling and she got a Beyonce tag. You always gonna get a Beyonce look from the Grammys. Yeah, I I I would toss it up between Megan and D and Pop Smoke. I think you know they might try to play with our emotions because you know Pop Smoke unfortunately passed, so they might try to give him a Grammy just off of not. And the song did. Do numbers too But they might just You know That would be a good Especially now With all the With all the um, Backlash that they getting For their nominations They might try to Give us like a little coin 
and give it to someone who passed away. So I can see that. But also, if he's doing the, the passed away thing, they might also go with Nipsey and Big Sean. You know, that's a legacy act. Big Nipsey's been around. Big Sean has been nominated in the past. But they got him last year, though. They gave him a award. They got him with year. the Cali record, right? Yeah. Like the DJ Mustard record. True. So, so they got him year. last year. But yeah, so you got that. Um, I like the best melodic rap performance. Um, that's a new category. Yes. So this is year one for that. So I I, I, I like that because I there's there's diff- even though everything falls under hip hop and rap, but there's like different categories in that that but do get overlooked because of popular rappers. And honestly, you got what Rockstar, the Baby, and Roddy Rich. Oh, that's major record. That's gonna win. Laugh I now, know. cry later. I'm gonna argue with that in a second. Uh, Drake and Lil Durk, Lockdown, Anderson Pac. The Box, Roddy Rich, Highest in the Room, Travis Scott. Now, I know you think Rockstar shit went based off his metrics. You got to remember, it's not like it's, they don't, it's like, if that was the case, anybody that has the highest billboard numbers would always win a Grammy. I would say that, honestly, this is Drake's award to lose because he's, or Anderson Pac. Have you not heard Rockstar throughout this whole entire- You've heard it. How many times have we heard a song or an album that was amazing not win the Grammy? It's nominated. And a lot of times it's like, yo, you be like, I feel like they're in there when like you being nominated is like a, a win for you. And I'm saying this as the biggest Drake fan. I, every time I see Drake in any category, I want him to win. But I won't be surprised. And my toss up is between Rockstar and The Box. I, I Those are the two biggest hits of this year. Knowing how the Grammys work, I would normally go with you on that. But I'm saying it's between Anderson, Pac, and Drake. They're both Grammy like Grammy favorites, and the Grammys have a trend. They have a trend where if you've won before in a similar category, you're more than likely to win it again. I don't know because Drake spoke out and told him that he definitely should trash. He so. definitely <laughs> did, but he did that last year too, and he still won for uh, what's it called, God's Plan, or two that, years ago. That's Drake. He's a goat, though. You know, shout out to. I'm just saying, if if they have a live award ceremony and Drake agrees to show up. It's probably because he's going to win something. If Drake doesn't show up, then hey, it's probably not happening. All right, what about the best rap song? Best rap song, we got the bigger picture. We got the box. Laugh now, cry later. Rockstar, savage. Ah, uh, something tells me I can't shake the Meg feeling. She's a darling, it's similar to Cardi B back in uh, 2017, 18. Yeah. Meg is going to win one of one of these awards. She Whatever. is. She's going to win one of these awards, especially she's like the poster child of, right now of right now for rap of hip hop. She's going to win regardless. So either either she either she wins the best rap performance or best. Our best rap song She's coming away With a victory I, yeah. I just don't know which So that's why In any category That she's in She's gonna be in the top two For me to win it Yeah I think Best I, I'm pulling for Lil Baby though I think the bigger picture Especially the timing The timing of the record He donated the profits Recently from the record I think If I had to like Root for somebody That I think was Is not Like should deservingly Get it after the year They had the Lil Baby should Definitely take that Ah uh, man I'm gonna I'm I'm go with Meg and the baby, the rock star, because I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. But even just thinking about it, like even looking at best rap album, like the albums they have fifty percent one percent of rap new rap recordings, right? You got Royce the Five Nine, Nas, J Electronica, Freddie Gibbs, and D Smoke. Okay, let's be honest. This list We well, you know who's gonna win. But this list was bad. It D was Smoke, bad. Black Habit, I didn't even hear nobody talk about. I don't know what people, the people at Netflix done did, <laughs> what connections they had, but D Smoke should not be in this best rap album because nobody was talking about this. I'm going to play devil's advocate again. 
I think that, like you said, Netflix, like the Grammys have been notorious for like behind the scenes play. Like it's like politic to get it. So Netflix has a lot of resources. Not saying D Smoke had a bad album. Have I listened to it? Did I know he had an album? Absolutely not. Nope. But I will say that the Grammys love to do that. They like to find little diamonds in, or in the in the rough, and they push it forward. And Wait, you, can you really call him a diamond in the rough when he had such a big? I call, I can call it because traditional listeners of the art form aren't necessarily. Checking for that You feel me mm-hmm. Like he's not There was no No mainstream push I guess you could say He, he was he had a couple performances I know he had some Dope freestyles I saw him on a, He had a Tiny Desk concert I want to say What his brother did Shout out to Sir Who didn't get any nominations But his album was crazy Fire Crazy so. but, but my Okay Who wins I'm going Nas First of all I don't even like Jay Electronica With this album They should have put The second album and then this album Because the written testimony Was just a, basically A collab album with Jay-Z And that's why he's a threat To win the ch- to win the award And the album Was not even that good The second album Was better than the first I agree with you but I, and, the, and the first album Didn't even get that much Good reviews on it So why did y'all even Play Remember Jimmy? there are A group of people Who sit down Literally like to Like the Grammy process From my understanding Is that they come in They all submit their takes They vote then they whittle it down. Say it's like 50 entries. They'll whittle it down to 25. Then they'll vote again. Out of that 25, they'll get down to like 10. Then out of that 10, they'll vote again and they'll vote down to five. So it's all about the people in the room and how they feel about certain music. So you can have a guy who doesn't listen to hip hop but just knows names. It's like, oh, uh, Lil Baby got an album. Let's throw that out there. Or, you know, Race to Five Nine. He's close with Eminem. Or Let's do that. Roddy Rich had an album. They didn't even put him in there. And the thing about it is, I th- uh, if I had to guess why they're doing this, I'm going to say they wanted to get away from mainstream sales because of streaming. Mm-hmm. I think they wanted to combat that and they wanted to kind of, like I said, there's a black collective. They probably wanted to celebrate the conscious lyricism. Because you think about most of these albums, these like you got Freddie Freddie Gibbs for this and Alchemist. That's like the street, the real gritty, like high caliber rap. Great album, great, great. Race to Five album. Nine, you know that's the lyrical, you know tie like tie with Eminem. Great album again. Nas came back off that Kanye project and then dropped yeah, a really good project. With Hit Boy, right? Was it Hit Boy? Uh, I believe it was Hit Boy that produced the Nas album all the way through. Was it? I, I think so. I believe you're right. Yeah, and then Jay Electronica. People was waiting on it. It is, and it's it's technically it's a Hove album. Technically, technically. Grammys love legacy acts. Hove. But I say Nas better win this because the Grammys has hold Nas this whole entire career, and he deserve a Grammy. Whole facts. Whole facts. I think we're kind of getting in. I think I don't, I want to go through R and B. I think the most important thing to know about R and B is that this was the year of the, of the ladies. Man, Summer, Janae, Tiana. Um, just to name a few. Oh, Snow Allegra. Even though her, Snow. she missed the deadline for her album, though her, her album will be eligible for twenty twenty two. Oh, she she dropped the, not, she, not she, the one from she, last year. No, she dropped. She I mean I think one of the albums that she released this year last year wasn't able to. It be, missed last year. It was eligible for this year. They just didn't nominate it. I heard that she didn't. They, she might not have submitted it, but the one that came out it wasn't with, it wasn't eligible for this year. That's what I heard. It came out in like it, it came out last year. I was listening to that joint in like. August or September So there's no way It's ineligible She probably didn't Submit it if anything mm-hmm. She might have A new project coming But um, Who else Kiana Lede Had a great project um, Just looking at the women Queen Naja dropped Her had a bunch Of great singles This year Yes sir um, It's a lot of Women that was Really holding it down I'm trying to think I'm, I don't want to Shortchange any Any female artists Let me go to the playlist But A lot of women Ran R&B Over it Was on repeat I'm Oh yeah Summer Walker That's 
I know I said Janae's album wasn't that great, but it had some records that I'm still playing to this day. Ten thousand hours, the deluxe version, she was bodying that. Mila J, I see you, boo. <laughs> um, you know, it was big time records out of just from the female voices, and yet it's not reflected in the major categories. We got Janae, I give you that one, but I felt like hers was out of those albums that I named was maybe the least impactful. Don't do that. To me, to me. Okay. I said I. I said okay. I. Okay. However, you know, hey, it is what it is. They, so, they, so you want to go in the R&B category. So let's start. Um, we have the best R&B performance. We have Lightning and Thunder by Janae, Ico, Future, and John Legend. John Legend is a part of the Black Music Collective. So anytime I see his name pop up, I'm kind of like iffy about that. Bobby. We got Black Parade by Beyonce. Okay. All I Need by Jacob. I don't even know how to say his name. Collier. I might Collier. have to listen. I never it's heard Tyler. that. I never heard that song. I never heard that record. Brittany Howard, Goathead. Never heard of that song. She got Goathead. Never heard it. Emily King, See Me. Don't even know who else Emily mm. King is. Never heard it. <sighs> this. All right, this I, I don't even know where did y'all even draw this with so many good R&B but it's prob- songs that it's, came out. But it's probably like, what did they define R&B as? You know, like there's not. You like, know what Trap Sony's is on. Category. We were talking about that earlier. So Trap like, Soul need its own category. I mean, that could be like I, best contemporary R and B. I see Beyonce winning this because Beyonce with that visual album is. Now I'm gonna argue. I agree. She probably would in most years, but the Grammys ten. You look at the four major categories. If you're not familiar, the four major categories are album of the year, song of the year, record of the year, best new artist. Janae Aiko is nominated for album of the year, which tells me that she's going to win something. I think this would be the category, if any, that she would win. I don't think they'll give her album of the year just because she's up against Taylor Swift and a couple other acts. Oh, yeah, she's not winning that. Um, So I'm pretty sure they'll give her one of these. Why is Beyonce? I think I, Beyonce I don't know. Beyonce's going to get best music video. But I, I, I just, I, I could see them trying to appease us because they know they messed up and they're going to try to so even even with this nomination, they're probably going to give people awards that they shouldn't get just to try to calm us down and give us a little bone or two. I'm not going front. As I read through the list, like I could probably name what four of these songs. I, yeah, I, I, I wait, let's jump. Wait, to, wait, where they getting it? Okay, let's go to best um, traditional R and B performance. You got "Slow Down" by Skip Marley. That was a big record. Shout out to Chloe and Haley. They got to do it. That was they, they. They had a nice push. I appreciate them recognizing that. I don't even know who this next person. I don't know. Is. Collide. Black Parade by Beyonce. Better than I imagined by Robert Glasper. I haven't heard it. Can't say which, which category are you on. I'm, oh, that was best R and B song. Oh, I, I was talking about best R, traditional R and B. Best traditional. Performing. Yeah, I don't know any of these artists. I'm yeah. not gonna hold you. Chloe and Haley is in there, so shout out to them. Hope they win that one. I just went through best R and B song, which eh. you got best progressive R and B album. So we got Janae, we got Chloe and Haley, Free Nationals. I don't know who that is. Free Nationals, they dropped the project. It's pretty cool. I heard it. I can say I heard it. Thundercat and Robert Glass. Thundercat had the Dragon Ball do rag record, so I, I dug. I dig his vibe. I didn't listen to the whole project. And fuck your feelings by Robert Glasper. I don't know who that is. Maybe I'll listen to it after this. What? I'm not motivated by these records. Hey, uh, either Chloe or Janae. Yeah, and then you got finally best R and B album. Happy to be here by Ant Clemens. He actually works closely with Ty Dolla Signs. I heard his project. The thing I'm going to say about these projects before I even get into it, most of these are EPs, which is yeah, questionable. Luke James, the Luke James was an EP. But it was fire. It though. was fire, but it was an EP. It felt like 
Give Me On was four songs. Was what four eight songs? Take Time was the Take Time was the one before the last drink, right? Yeah. So that was what eight songs. And then John Legend, he's on the Grammy committee. So I would again, I, yo, who? Nah, we gotta talk about John Legend because come on now, like, and I think how, how he he's getting all these nominations, and I mean, I and I have not heard a John Legend song. I added, Pop this year yo, I added it to my phone And I was like I'm not gonna listen to this I just delete it Like I'm not saying It's not a good It's not yeah, good music like, No disrespect to John Cause he's talented Legendary All that good stuff But like I ain't care about John Legend Since baby when I used to love you That was oh, my shit You know what I like tonight's the oh, night hey, John got some uh, singles I'm talking about album wise I ain't care since that Yeah album. but I'm just like I mean like He's been in the news For other things Like with his relationship And all that other stuff But Yeah oh he had one of the biggest records Like four years ago all of me But, but music wise, Album I'm not But music it. wise He not popping In these streets But it's not about popping We just We went over that It's about How those Whatever How that Grammy committee Grammy committee feels about Whatever music is being up, up. Now question Would you want them to um, Get away from that And do popular wise Or you think Popular vote would, would Make the nominations Even more trash I think that for popular vote We have the American Music Awards And that's about voting They don't the American the, the, the nominations that they have is trash themselves. But they're but you vote for them. It's all about votes. Billboard Awards is about Billboard charts. No, no, I'm I'm, I'm more saying um, should people be allowed to vote for the Grammys? Not vote for the Grammys. Yeah, vote for the nominations. But ultimately, whoever's on a committee votes who the winner is. Oh, that's what I'm thinking. Like you know, like we can set up a poll. Like oh, we could vote some some like, like maybe like yo, the popular vote is like forty percent or something like that. Yeah, like half of it. Like could be like you know how they do the NBA with the All Star. I think that the NBA. And if you use the NBA example, NBA is very much a fan driven league. The Grammys is its own institution. So it's like it's like who are they recognizing? You know, mm. like I, I told you before, like I'm, I'm gonna get a little personal. When Frank Ocean dropped Channel Orange, which I still think is probably one of the most beautiful debut albums I've ever heard in my lifetime. Um, I thought he was a shoo-in to win a Grammy. He had like the most nominations. He, you know, breaking barriers. He, I thought he checked off every box for the Grammys and then he didn't win best new artist or he didn't win album of the year. And I was like, how, you know, I, I literally was shed a tear because as a fan appreciating his artwork, I was like, there's no way. But that's when I realized like the Grammys aren't for, the average consumer, or the average person. Whoa, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Can we, can we, can we go back to album of the year and 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 song of the year? Because I just saw this list and I'm like, who are these people and how they got this nomination over? I'm what? All right, for album of the year, we have Janae. Okay, we got Black Pumas. I don't know who who Black Pumas are. Okay, Coldplay. Okay, Jacob. no, don't don't. Okay, okay, Coldplay. You knew Coldplay had an album that people cared about. Oh, but that's not my that's not my sound. I'm, I have you, did Apple tell you Coldplay or Spotify tell you Coldplay had an album? Probably, but I don't pay attention. I don't think they did. Dupa Lipa or Lapa. Dupa Lipa. She's big. She's a big pop Post artist. Post Malone. Post Malone. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. And then Holly Taylor Swift. Okay, but who's who's him? Haim. Haim. It's a rock rock girl group. They they did a song with Kid Cudi. That's how I know them. The hell, this this hottest album of the year. We don't know the criteria. I think, matter of fact, we've been talking in circles. The Grammys, there's no transparency, and I think that's the big. The weekend called them out. The weekend had one of the bigger albums of the year. I know people like a lot of R and B fans, but lukewarm on it. I enjoyed it because I felt like I was doing cocaine playing Grand Theft Auto. Not that I've ever done cocaine. I have played Grand Theft Auto, but that's what I felt. And Blinding Lights was everywhere. It was probably the biggest song of the year. He didn't even get a pop nomination, and he said it. He said the Grammys owe us transparency. 
That's the problem Because if you do everything right He had a great rollout He's putting mm-hmm. out music that is loved by millions and millions of people, making millions and millions of dollars for the big corporations. How and he had the theatrics. I think that's another big that's element. A fact. If you have theatrics, most times the Grammys will come around and be like, hey, at least I'll give you a nomination. I see you. I recognize you. And he's won multiple Grammys in the past. So it makes me wonder what the hell is going on. Because I think he I remember he won a Grammy for Starboy and nobody was like, What? Over whatever project was he was up against? But this album doesn't even get a nomination. So Not for anything, really. anything he got zero. So and that's a that's crazy because I think one of his records from the album was like Blind on, and Lights. Yeah, it was on everything on a chart for. It's still top ten, and it came out early in the early part of the year. Sheesh! It came he out. I think no I want to say I want to say like pre pandemic. And then little baby don't even get album of the year. Little baby got no album nominations. And and not even from that, even from BT Some and stuff award, like that. He didn't get the he didn't win, but he was nominated. Oh, okay, and I think that was the kind of our segue. It was like, yo, the BT. I mean, the BT showing the social awards right now as we're recording this. We're about to go back and we finna complete watching it, but we got to start putting stock in our own thing. Why is Drake and other artists said, yo, Grammys aren't everything. We grow up thinking that because that's what the industry tells us, but we need to start our own shit. So no, but I understand why people. Are, I understand why these artists are frustrated because I see I see uh, artists like Summer Walker, who is not with the theatrics or with interviewing and stuff like this. Having having Grammy nominated or Grammy award winning in front of your name boost up you, like get you more business, get you more opportunities. They can't take it away from you. Yeah, so I understand why some of these artists are upset because it's like. I'm spending all this money. I'm doing all these things. I'm making sure my album is really up to par and is and it's doing numbers and I'm cracking all these numbers and I'm not even getting a nomination. And like you're messing up my business by doing that. Even though we can say go support Soul Train Awards, it's gonna probably take at least a decade of consistency and us showing out before it gets its prestige up even somewhere near the Grammys. I know, I get you. We don't, but I think that's a, a bigger conversation than like black art. Like we always want to be validated by white folk. Like I think the, the Grammys is, oh, yeah. for lack of better words, a white institution, and white institutions have historically not um, like accepted nor like reciprocated the love that we show them. Oh, big facts, big facts. So I'm just saying, like, yo, Soul Train Awards. There's a like, if you always clown BT, but we watch the BT Awards. We kind of care who wins. We vote. They have the awards. We can vote them, but we also like, oh, they most of the time they get it right. Oh, yeah, you know, um, if you know, like I said, Billboard. It's all about the charts. If you're killing the charts, you're gonna win the Billboard Award. American Music Awards. You got the biggest fan base. You're gonna win an American Music Award. Grammys. They're historically they're important, but right now it's like yo, they're not respecting how, how we view music. You know who I'm challenging now? I'm challenging Diddy and Jay Z. Yo, take one of these awards and transform them. You know how they do the um the rock the brunch or oh, the Rock Nation brunch, the Rock Nation brunch, and they make this a whole big collaborative. Take that to BT or take that to Soul Train and like really create a whole week around it and and like invite your peers. Like we have to have the leaders of our culture really take the lead, like really make it like a whole week long event and really build up the prestige around it. Because if we don't do that, we're never going to respect it. Yeah, I think that's going to complain every year because I tell you right now. 
Next year, we're going to be doing the same thing, talking about how they missed out on nominations. We do it every year. Yeah. Every year. Same thing with the Oscars. Why is this black movie not nominated? But, you know, we got it unless we like a crackhead or a drug dealer or gay. Uh-huh. Or a slave. Or a slave. Right. So, yeah, man. Grammys. Do better. I, I would say do better, but I know you're not going to do better historically. But, you know, talking about institution and how they try to will power over it. Let's talk about Dave Chappelle. Big facts, man. Shout out to Dave Chappelle, man. He's found a way to overcome adversity. Just wow, hosted his great, whole career. Had a great SNL um, skit or monologue a couple weeks back. Uh, but he's back in the news because he's actually going against the establishment. Yeah, so it ha- I mean, I, I don't know if anybody knows, but you know, Netflix acquired the the rights the rights to the Chappelle show, and they started to debut it on their platform and. Dave Chappelle made a little comment. You want to go on? Yeah, so basically, if you guys know, if he was born prior to the year 2000, you we, we had Chappelle show. We were able to watch Chappelle show. It was a, ske- a sketch comedy show. Dave Chappelle played characters, but he also used comedy to kind of speak on his views about what's happening in the world. Similarly, what he does in his comedy stand-up specials, all right? So we're going to play you a brief clip just of Dave Chappelle and what how he's coming at Comedy Central because of their unfortunate breakup about 15 years ago. People think I made a lot of money for Chappelle's show. When I left that show, I never got paid. They didn't have to pay me because I signed the contract. But is that right? I found out that these people were streaming my work and they never had to ask me or they never had to tell me. Perfectly legal because I signed the contract. But is that right? I didn't think so either. That's why I like working for Netflix. I like working for Netflix because when all those bad things happened to me, that company didn't even exist. And when I found out they were streaming Chappelle's show, I was furious. How could they not? How could they not know? So you know what I did? I called them and I told them that this makes me feel bad. And do you want to know what they did? They agreed that they would take it off their platform just so I could feel better. That's why I fuck with Netflix. Because they paid me my money. They do what they say they're going to do. And they went above and beyond what you could expect from a businessman. They did something just because they thought that I might think that they were wrong. So, yeah. Shout out to Netflix, though, because technically they did not have to do this. They had no reason. Legally wise, they do not have to do this. They could have kept because, I mean, you know, Dave Chappelle has signed a contract with them a couple years back for a couple specials. 20 million a show. Yep. And they could still have him on contract and still have the Chappelle show still streaming. And they, just because he reached out to them and expressed his feeling, they was they took it down. So this is, this is really, I don't know, man. This is kind of like, I'm happy for it, but it's like, it's because Dave Chappelle has that cachet to do that. But let's even, let's take it a step further, right? Like, his cachet, like, definitely his platform speaks for itself. And if you haven't had the opportunity to hear what he said, he actually posted the whole 18-minute sketch on his uh, Instagram page, at Dave Chappelle, so you guys can check it out. But essentially, Mr. Chappelle said that 
he's tried to find ways to get out of his contract with uh, is it Comedy Central? I believe they're are they owned by Viacom. I don't want to get yeah, Viacom. Yes. So he signed a contract with Viacom, and remember, he, I believe I don't know if the numbers are correct. I remember Cat Williams had an interview where he said his show was generating upwards of five hundred million dollars for the company. He was entitled to a, a, that money for just his his um, portion of the contract, and they offered him fifty million, ten percent, and he didn't want to take it apparently, or he wasn't he wasn't. In a place where he wanted to continue working on the show, he felt like he was being overworked. He's being he's being cheated, and he 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 opted out. But since he signed the contract, they owned his likeliness, meaning and his name. So if he say he wanted to come back out with Netflix and make a new Chappelle show, he couldn't call it the Chappelle Show. Viacom mm-hmm. owns the rights to that. He well, can't say. Wait, so you telling me he, they were making five hundred million dollars and they offered him fifty million dollars? That's what Cat Williams said. So I'm not sure if those are the exact numbers, but I know it was like he was he turned down a fifty million dollar contract, and I'm assuming a part a portion of that is that they were cheating him out of how much he was worth. He knew his worth, which mm-hmm. is which is uh, important to do in business. And I feel bad in a way, and, and we could continue talking about more of that. But I feel bad in a way because I remember as a kid, I was. I, I really loved the Chappelle show, you know, especially the Wayne Brady show, the Wayne Brady episode. That was my, I'm Wayne. Break Brady. yourself, fool. <laughs> but like, I remember as a kid, a lot of people was making fun of him. They called him a crackhead. Called him a crackhead. Oh, why he fled to Africa? Why he did all of this? It's fifty million dollars. Like, come on, bro. But if you watch the special, he even touches on that. He said, "I mm-hmm. turned them down and went on a plane." And they said, "If you leave, you're crazy." And we'll have everybody else thinking you're crazy too. And by the time he landed, that was the major story. He got back to his home in Ohio, and they were calling him a crazy crackhead. Jesus. And I remember, like, you remember he tried to come back out around like 2010, but people weren't taking him seriously. He remember he, he bulked up. He was doing comedy shows. They had to go on like YouTube to find them, but he wasn't getting the same kind of rave reviews. It was like almost like they blackballed him. So they took away his livelihood. They made people think he was crazy while they continued to profit. I remember there was a couple of years ago, Chappelle's show was on Hulu. You can watch the whole thing on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Now it's on HBO Max and it was on Netflix, right? He's not getting a cent from it. And I think Netflix was smart. They understood that, hey, yeah, we could stream this, but we're paying somebody else to get to, they're paying Viacom to be able to stream it on that platform, which means if Dave Chappelle feels away, he could leave. And you know they're paying him twenty million in the special. I'm pretty sure they're getting more than that on the on the back end based mm-hmm. on how many people watch his show. And then what they felt, what, what Viacom felt to understand is by keeping by Netflix keeping Dave Chappelle happy. Now, if he wants to come up with a lot of show like the Chappelle Show, who are he going to bring that to? Netflix. And that might make Netflix generate even more money. And it's all about keeping the creative happy. Hundred percent. And that's what companies don't understand is. We're bringing you these ideas, but y'all thinking that y'all just control us. And it's not the day, it's not like the old days where y'all can be, we have to depend on you guys anymore now. We we connect to our fans even more with social media. And we can tell them about the bad business and not support you because I already know Viacom is already not trying to even get bad press because they're still trying to get out of the wall and out because... Once again, Viacom tried to get DC Young Fly to take over for Wildin' Out. And DC was a real dude. Told him, like, no, Nick Cannon gave me this opportunity. Big facts. I think that, I mean, I know this might be a little harsh, but I think the entertainment business is another example of modern day slave tactics. Mm-hmm. You're taking somebody, you're giving them crumbs. While they're producing whole like whole loaves of bread for you, like they're making so much money off of these platforms, the Chappelle Show, Wildin' Out, all these other black creativity. Let's be real: if Black Twitter tells us something's fire, these companies find some way to monetize it. 
right? Big facts. And then now we're in a position where it's like, yo, you did sign a contract. We understand how contract works, but we also understand that a lot of these contracts are written in a language that we can't understand. Chappelle even mentioned, he's like, I'm 20 something years old. I don't I know. I don't know what this means. You're throwing a boatload of money at me. I'm going to take it. It's like, and what? that never mind been to the hip hop game as well, because there's a lot of these rappers who signed 360 deals without even knowing they signed a 360 deals. Cause you know what? They see that, Oh, this, they offered me a hundred thousand dollars. I never had a hundred thousand dollars in my All life. Right. But mind you, your whole catalog could be millions. You're making all you need is one song. Yep. You need is all you need is the box. Roddy got a whole, uh, album of hits, but if he had just had the box, he he eating up. He get his advance. So that's the thing. They give you an advance. So they're giving you money based on your projected future earnings. Mind you, and it's not even accurate because because the money that they actually giving you, they know that you're going to make way more money than that. And then if you sign the 360, they're taking away tour money, interview money, appearance money. They get a merch. they got their hand in Some everything. Contracts have merch. And they take money out but of the merch. Dave Chappelle is actually going against the grain, and it's like similar to like the Joe Budden issue we spoke about a couple of weeks back, where it's just like you know, you see that the business practices of these major companies are predatory. They're trying to take advantage. They're like, oh, we can give you more money than you than you've ever seen, but it's not more money than you. It's not the same equivalent to the amount of money you're generating for us, right? Mm-hmm. Dave Chappelle went at the end of the special. He said. Do not stream his shows until they pay him. Which he said he he's been to lawyers. He's trying to find ways out of you know whatever the, the clauses in the contract were that were diminishing or enabling them to stream without paying him. Now he's like he said at the end of the day, these companies don't work if the consumer doesn't support what they're doing. So he came Big to his time. fans, and it's like I'm not going to front. I have no intentions on watching the Chappelle show on HBO Max because that's that's a dirty game they're playing. Yeah, and if ten million people adopt the same, I know it's a lot, but if all of Chappelle's shows, Chappelle's fans agree with him and can see the logic in his thinking, I guarantee you, Viacom will have to come out of their pockets. Oh yeah, and and it just and then I hope every artist, creative, take note of this. Like, don't rush for the first deal. Know your worth. Have faith in yourself. Now, granted, I would like to make this a PSA. Some of y'all, y'all have to take this deal. <laughs> some of y'all, some of y'all have to take the deal because some of y'all be living behind smokes and mirrors and about y'all work. But, but really, just pay attention to what you got going on and your worth and understand. And a lot of thing too, similar to the Meg situation with the lawyers, because I remember he said that in the next deal, or whatnot, he he has to have like his lawyers there and everything like that. Have that Like come prepare When you come to these meetings Cause They do a lot of these Shady stuff Like negotiate Like the fatigue Negotiation tactics Or even like The deadline things And Like yo Really pay attention And really understand What you bring into the table Like At the end of the day You when, when My thoughts on the industry is You're gonna get used Regardless Now How much Somebody use you Depends on you And your knowledge I would even like I'll take it a step back I remember we got yelled at uh, my, my my lady was like Y'all gotta stop telling people To do all these things You know they don't They haven't really You know Learned about the stock market And how this stuff works You know be, be kind to that So I'm trying to be proactive And not get yelled at after the pod But I'm also trying to just be like <laughs> Yo It's a big problem that We don't learn about as As black people We don't learn about 
contract law. We don't learn about stocks. We don't learn about, you know, all these different clauses. And we don't learn how to read the language. Like, they be like, oh, you're such a good reader. You're reading on a 10th grade level. All right, bitch, then show me how to read a contract. <laughs> show me <laughs> show me how to fill out these applications. Financial properly. literacy. Right? Not even financial literacy. Just completely understanding. Like, if I want to be an entrepreneur, I'm going to have to sign some shit. I'm not trying to sign away my life to follow my dream. And I think that that is a systemic problem. But I... Uh, agree with Mr. Chappelle again, man. Chappelle's show was a moment. He's probably made those companies. Honestly, I'm not. I, I don't think I'm so forward. I, I don't even think I'm forward to say he's made them over billions of dollars. They was generating oh. 500 million back then. Because, because, because what you might call the Chappelle show been streaming on Comedy Central since. So, we could just say like, yo, we, I hope he gets his money. I hope that he, you know, is able to come to an agreement. I hope that this is kind of a reflection to the other big companies. Like, you know, we're we're at a point where people don't just have to take those those bad comments or those bad contracts and just, you know, run with it anymore. That's an old practice. People are learning that, hey, even if you guys try to screw us, we're going to be, we have so many platforms. We could tell you, like, you know, you see artists on Twitter, oh, I can't put out music. They, they messed up my contract, right? To the point where it's like, all right, now we got to figure something out. Now you're the bad guy. Now, you're the, even if you, you might have that artist tied up, like I think Uzi was in a similar situation. He couldn't put out music for a little oh, while. Oh yeah, with his time. management. Yes, but it's like, right, drama. but bet. Guess what? You don't want to help me out now. Yeah, you might have me tied up, but there might be always like bigger than me. It's like I'm not signing with you. I saw how you did Uzi, or I saw oh, how you yeah. did whoever. I see how you're doing Chappelle. I'm not it's bringing like with my show. The Birdman situation, like love, cash, money. But if you're an artist and you sign over there and you have any type of issues with your music, I'm looking at you crazy because I'm like, yo. They had a history of that. So if you got yourself in a situation over there, it's kind of like you didn't do the proper research on your own. I'm about to say, if you pop, if you pop in, trust me, somebody else is going to come around with a much better deal. Now, I know normally we hit y'all with an ad or whatnot, but like I said, this is a quick little episode. We're going to hit you. Mike, we're going to give you about another 10 minutes or so because I ain't going to run falling asleep. Itis is getting to me. But we'd be remiss if we did not talk about the trending topic of the weekend. Nate Robinson with Night Night, y'all. Oh, oh my God. Oh Down go Frazier. Down go oh, Frazier. My God. Mm-mm. Oh man. Mm-mm. I don't like that. Mm-mm. Nate Robinson oh, with wow, White sleep. Man. So if you were living under a hole, you just were away from your phone this weekend. The the thriller Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones fight took place Saturday night. And it was headlined by Mike Tyson fighting for the first time in, what, 15 years versus Roy Jones Jr., mm-hmm. two class two Hall of Famers, first battle Hall of Famers, amazing boxing champions. On the undercard, we were treated to Jake Paul, right? Jake, Jake Paul, Jake yeah. Paul versus Nate Robinson. Jake Paul has been, you know, a YouTuber. Uh, he's, I guess he's Sensation, a, he's yeah. a pseudo, pseudo scumbag, but yeah. he has a, a large following. He's He's been in the uh, celebrity boxing world for about the last, what, year? Yeah, him and his brother's been boxing for a while now. You know, his his brother boxed a other famous YouTuber called KSI, which his brother lost, you know. He didn't lose to, you know, come on. And he went against Nate Robinson. Nate man. Robinson actually called him out. And I think it was the build up to the fight. It was it was like we nobody knew what was really truly going to happen. Hold on, I gotta find a clip of of Snoop Dogg. Oh, we gotta talk about Uncle Snoop. Uncle Snoop held it down, but uh, Nate Robinson went to the fight, pulled up with his Knicks colors on, sadly with his Jordan ones, and and about what was it, a round and a half, got put to sleep by Jake Paul. Oh, in the second round. Oh my God. Yeah. So. Um, so so can we, can we just can we just hear the audio real quick? Let's oh, go! God. Shout out Uncle Snoop. 
ahead. Make him faint. There you go. Faint. Step. Oh, there's a faint from Jake. Oh, mm. Cody. Oh, my God. Down. Lord have mercy. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Lord. Snoop, talk about dropping it like it's good. Holy God up! Lead me Let me stand. Wow, nothing funny about what's happening with Nate Robinson, but Snoop Dogg is is singing the hymns. He's trying to get Oh, Lord! Not funny, but it's funny. I meant oh firstly Hold on. One boy, boy Snoop, he was singing. Snoop saying Negro was, spirituals. <laughs> oh. Nah, boy, hold on. Every time I bought that, I cry a little bit. Oh, late. Nobody, nobody told you how to d- bob and weed, bro. <laughs> it's the fact that you called him out. And yeah, you got like, embarrassed, like. <sighs> yeah, I think, like, bro. I, I I saw it. The was like I was I was I was adding. I was like, oh, Nate Robinson probably could fight. I remember him fighting in the Garden with Melo and J.R. Smith back in the day. But then, as soon as he came out, I think he was just too excited. His ADHD kicked in. He was just charging that boy, and Jake Paul oh, was he was real calm. He's cool, collected, and then finally waited for an opening. Oh, I think they said out of his eight power punches, only three connected. But those were the three that put boy down. <sighs> And shout out to Black and Twitter. Mixed color too. Shout out to Black Twitter because I swear, no, as soon as the referee counted for counted ten or whatever, there was the Simba meme. You got the <laughs> Shannon Nate Ro- Sharp. <laughs> yeah, you got the Nate Robinson challenge. The NBA players immediately disowned him. Steph Curry had the greatest line. If y'all follow Steph on Twitter, he shouted out Nate Robinson. He's like, Nate Robinson, I'm gonna shock the world. And then somebody called stuff out. It's like, yo, bro, I, I, how did what happened? He's like, yo, I see no lies. Like he shocked <laughs> the world. And like boy went to he went night night. Oh man, Nate, come on, G. I know, I, I know. Right now, you are away from your phone. You're not answering nobody because. I think he did post. I think he did. Yeah, post he, he, he posts post. like a thank you message to his trainer and everybody else. His trainer need to get. Yeah, nah, you want money back. <laughs> Boy, it looked like he was in a daze. Oh, and then this is—I mean, we can save this conversation for next week. But we gotta tell these athletes that you just because you're an athlete, that doesn't mean that you can switch sports so easily like that. Because look at Conor McGregor went to the boxing ring, got his butt tore up. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be advocate. So I, yeah, he got teeth. He was fighting one of the greatest boxers of all time. And he didn't look bad the first two or three rounds till Floyd started going hard. But, but, but luckily, his sport was similar to boxing, at least. Yeah. You talking about Nate Robinson, talk, who played basketball, getting to the boxing yeah. ring. Nate Come was, on, Nate, like He ain't never had a fight in his life. I was kind of worried. Snoop was... You let us down. You let the black union down. You got all these white people thinking they could whip our ass now. Come, come on, Nate. <laughs> but, I mean, shout out to Snoop, though, because I feel like... That was a gimmick fight. The the Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones. Shout out to Roy Jones for understanding like Mike Tyson will kill you if you give him the chance. So he hugged him the whole fight, and I approve of that message. I don't care how much money you ever throw at me. I'm not letting Mike Tyson hit me. He it could be in the arm. It's not happening. That's a fact. But Uncle Snoop was on the one. He's on the um, commentary last night, and I promise you, NBA, y'all listen to y'all fans. Get Snoop on commentary for the basketball games, man. 
Well, like, give us like a a, 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 a k Give us a rated R stream that we can watch basketball games on, man. Let's watch Lakers vs Clippers with uh with Snoop Dogg on the, on the commentary. Cause let him just let him curve, let him be himself. Let us, you know, NBA TV. They could do something like something that. like that. Cause man, I swear, Snoop had me feeling like I was watching a heavyweight fight, and it wasn't nowhere near that level <laughs> of, of entertainment, oh, skill, or technique that was displayed. There was a good fight though. I think the Badu Jack fight versus the military guy was like the third fight. Oh yeah, that was a good fight. The military. Guy definitely got his ass, but he held his own. He didn't quit. He went the distance. Badu Jack was putting it on him. Um, it felt like like I think that was actually like I think in COVID you need unorthodox things to really entertain people. And I think oh, yeah. that was like I felt like I was watching a versus. Like I was that entertained. Like I was watching and just enjoying the fact that like you got boxing, you got concert. Shout out YG. Oh yeah. Shout out uh St. John. Who else I saw? I don't like French Montana, but shout out to French Montana and Sway Lee. Uh who else performed? Wiz. And I'm not supporting Wiz Because he was trying To get that Cardi B he, oh, We want to talk about that Real quick I don't think he was Getting that Cardi He made a Somebody made an open comment And he just made A general statement and Somebody nah. said Somebody else said Something about Cardi And he made a general statement And they took it As disrespect And I think you can't do that You can't be that He you But you But we can't give people Leeway like that You have to understand What you write you have to understand the you have to understand the bad? position that you're in and how it can be reflected on. What did he say that was bad? Please tell me. I want I'm like a- it was like some self made. This is what happens with self made, and but you know that Cardi B has been called has not been like viewed as a, a rapper in the sense of writing her own raps but and stuff like, like that and being self made. It could be taken out of context, and that's my thing. But but you should know that Wiz should know that, especially after what happened with him and Kanye West when he said he was smoking Kiki, which is a strain of weed, but Kanye West took it as disrespect as you coming to his wife because his wife nickname is... And if you are that self-conscious about something anybody's saying about you, then you might have the issue. Think, but you know the Nicki Minaj and Cardi B big argument a year or two ago. But even reading it, look, yo, Cardi B won in a Grammy when Nicki Minaj didn't. It's the biggest proof that they don't know a sh- they don't know shit about the music. Most self-made artists have this problem. So he's not. So sen- so you saying so basically you're you're saying Cardi B is not a self-made artist? No, it's an assumption. He's talking about Nicki Minaj. He's saying yo, Nicki didn't do that whole. But you know they never resolved their beef. So That's you're fine. siding with Nicki obviously so hit, means so, you're saying so something me, about Cardi so B. So hit me on the side. Let's talk about it. No, but you made a public display. So but I'm, I'm not, making the. But I'm, I'm not make a public talking display. about you. And I, if, and if Wiz would have went off and said some wild shit after, I would agree with him because I'm like yo, he because he followed up. What did he said, I can't find his tweet. He's like. And I said you were self-made from day one too. So what are you saying? I didn't disrespect you. I didn't say Cardi's not self-made. He just said that he could have he could have worded it better. I don't I don't think so. He could have worded it better. I, 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 I just think that you, when you saying somebody they when two individuals have um uh have a conflict and you're writing in support of one, which is that tweet is talking about supporting Nikki, and you're 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 kind of backing that statement up. You're kind of. Agreeing you, You're taking one side And which that can look A type of way Especially if And I feel Cardi B You can't be Kiki in my face And then you, you Even though That might not be Complete shade But that's slight shade So that kind of makes me Even look at you differently But if we being honest Like If you feel a way about Like you got the award already Why are you peeping What I'm saying And Everybody has said That Cardi album Which I enjoyed The Cardi album that's Atlantic Records doing what Atlanta. They saw they had. Wait, a, that was a good album. It was a good album, oh. but that's Atlantic Records putting all their resource into an album. If you look at the writers, the production, like those are great records. Like the YG, oh, yeah. the YG Be record, careful my, and all the that. YG record, the Climber, those are some of my favorite. Like joints, those are great records. 
But then it's also like I'ma say like Nikki's first album was great, but then you didn't she didn't have that that push. It's like she came up from And it was a different era back then. Yeah. So I'm like, you can't be mad at him saying like, yo, it's just acknowledging that a lot of artists that grind like I'm not saying Cardi didn't grind, but it's like, yo, a lot of artists don't get that but push. You if if he had just tweeted that out by itself, cool. Nobody would know. But you tweeted you 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 basically quote tweet a tweet that was supporting Nicki Minaj. I over think the Cardi person B. responded under what Wiz has said earlier something about the Grammy. I think he didn't get it. But I'm just saying, from a context, if I'm Cardi B and I see that, and I'm like, okay. you was keeping in it, my face. If you see it like out of just the con- out of context, you see it. Yeah. yeah, and then you was and then before me and you was cool, me and you have no and problem. Then, and and you then, was over here supporting me, and then you say something like that. I'm gonna feel some type of way. And then he responded with it, but then Offset came out. I get it. He's defending his wife. Oh, yeah. But I Offset, mean, I don't, I don't blame Offset for that. I'm just saying, you was already in the doghouse, bro. You just trying to play, you know, whatever. You better, you better. Yo, I expect him to pull up on Wiz or something. Nah, Wait at the driveway it. for him. I was after what my boy has he done. Not, he, after after Chris Brown sent him his address and he said you the police. Offset not built like that. Oh, he not, don't do he that. He not pulling up by himself. Don't do. Also, he gonna pull up with the, his Migos. He not pulling up on Chris Brown sent him his address on Twitter. He's oh, come like, on now, you know, you know Chris Brown hang out with the goons. You know he be blood in. <laughs> if you gangster, I'm gangster. What's good? <laughs> That's all I'm saying. You want to play gangster? Let's play gangster. Oh what now? So but I mean, nah, I mean, I get, I get it. it, but at the same time, like yo, wait, I feel like Wiz ain't saying nothing wrong. He's uh, yo, a lot of artists that come from the mud don't get that opportunity. She got it. Congratulations to you. But I don't know, man. You got anything else you want to talk to people about? Uh, we're we're tackling new music next week. You know, shout out to Omarion, man. I had that album on repeat, bro. You got some gems on there. We'll talk about Little Wayne, No Ceilings Three with the Drake record. Even he had three of his sons on the album as well. Shout out to Young King, Came Carter. He killed that verse, by the way. But and also, we're gonna talk next week about Summer Walker. Oh yeah, she she violent. I'm baby daddy. Uh, soon to be baby father. We are gonna talk about that for real. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, we give you a little light holiday special this episode. You know, big facts, big yo. Make sure, like, I know, like, we COVID is going up. They locking down LA. They probably gonna lock down the rest of the country soon. But yo, just make sure you yo your loved ones. If you get an opportunity to see or speak to them, just tell them you love them, man. You know, tomorrow is not promised. Our our, our elected officials are doing clownery, mm-hmm. jeopardizing our safety. But and, and then also, you know, since now you're going to be locked down, you have chance to watch and listen to all the episodes. You I'm know, about to say this was episode seven, yeah, episode episode eight. That's eight. Oh, we on eight. Eight. Oh, oh, eight. So you know, you have you have seven other episodes to listen to on all major platforms. That means Google Podcast, Spotify. Apple, SoundCloud, come on now. And we're going to get on it on YouTube. I know we've been saying this for weeks now, but we're going to be on YouTube. And we got some more new development. We got somebody joining our team soon that we're going to be providing us with some help as well. And please like and rate on every platform because that helps us with the algorithm. Thank big you. Fast, big fast, big fast. But it's your boy Slick, a.k.a. Law. It's your boy B Breeze, a.k.a. Poppy Size Zone. Yo, we appreciate y'all, but we out of here, y'all. We got to go watch the song. Train to go.
That was a good move. No. No. 